Hello, you're listening to the One Thing Today podcast with Michael Nobbs. A regular nudge to remind you to live gently and to take one small step each day to move your creative life on just a little. The podcast is brought to you with the support of its patrons over on Patreon. And if you would like to support the ongoing recording of these podcasts, then please visit patreon.com forward slash go gently where you'll discover how you can receive podcast extras 20 minute work sessions vlog posts and even a personal podcast sent directly to you each month thanks so much for listening and your support will be very much appreciated here's today's episode yesterday actually time is it's being a bit odd at the moment but uh, in a moment I shall introduce you to Louise's new friend he's called George and George is a hen and not a cockerel uh, she's named after after George Eliot. And if uh, if you've been watching my occasional Patreon videos, you'll have you'll have met George. You're one of those. Yeah, she's a lovely hen. She's very young. A friend very kindly offered one of her hens when she when she heard that. Uh, that Gloria died and that Louise was finding it a little difficult by herself. And she very kindly brought George to us. It's probably a couple of weeks ago now. She's been here a little while. <laughs> the girls. But one of the major... The major differences 
as Laura. I mean, George is a very different, a very different hen to Gloria in many ways. She looks very similar, actually. She's very different. But one of the things that makes me very aware how different things are at the moment is that George, hello, <laughs> rather than walking down the ladder, comes down in the mornings. Hello, George. Hello, Louise. I'm very pleased to say that they're getting on very well together. And it feels very odd. It's a small thing, but it feels very odd watching George jump down in the mornings. Um, I've looked after uh, the hens, a whole um, <coughs> dynasty of hens <laughs> when they lived next door in my, my ex-neighbours garden and I used to look after them and done for a number of years and I got to know quite a lot of different hens before finally Gloria and Louise who were the remaining two came to live with us uh, about 18 months ago now um, and every single one of those hens walked down the ladder so I would open the door in the morning and there'd be a little troop of hens sometimes quite a few I think at one point five hens lived in this this little coop and they used to they used to come down one after another, and if you've if you've followed me for any length of time, you'll probably have have seen a number of videos of that happening, one hen after another, trooping down in the morning. And it just I don't know, it just became part of my world, and <laughs> and now here's George, who jumps down. <laughs> to let Louise out, George. There we are, well done. Now, I know what Louise wants because I'm in the habit at the moment and have been. I think I possibly even was when I spoke to you 50 days ago. In the habit of putting some mealworms out for the robins and increasingly for the sparrows, the hedge sparrows and the house sparrows. Um, and uh, Gloria and Louise used to sit around waiting for them to knock knock the mealworms off my table. And Louise still does that. In fact, she gets a few of her own now. And I think in that last podcast 50 days ago, shared a photograph of a fledgling robin who was visiting with one of its parents for the mealworms. Well, 50 days later, that robin still visits and she's looking much more an adult. In fact, here she is, she's sitting on top of the coop now. And she'll come over in a moment and have some mealworms. She's much, much braver, I suppose she knows me now, than all the sparrows. So I tend to, I tend to stand here by my garden chair after I've put the mealworms out so that she can have, hello, she can have her breakfast before we're descended on by, well, I think a flutter of sparrows is one of the collective nouns that I found for them. There are a lot, but flutter um, sticks in my memory. 
Hello. Uh, this lovely robin is still got a little bit of down still, still fluffy down on its on its belly. Um, that lets me see that it is the young the young one. Um, comes to the table and helps itself to a few mealworms. I feel like I've got to know this robin very well over the last the last fifty days. It's been a bright a bright moment in my day. And of course I started this break because I was feeling very much as if I was in quite a big health dip. I really felt like I needed um, a good rest. And I was hoping that after 50 days I'd be feeling much more rested. Um, well, in some ways I am feeling rested, but I'm very aware that I'm not really feeling like I'm out of this dip. And one of the things I've realized over this, this period is that this dip stretches back a long way. And and needs more time. So I'm going to give myself another 50 days and see how I am at the end of that. Uh, however, I think I'm probably going to be a bit more present at least over those over this 50 days, but I'm not I'm not going to set myself any um, any schedule uh, for work. I'm just going to um, be around as and when I feel I can this morning. I felt like I could, so I thought it would be a good opportunity to record your podcast. One of the things I realised was that uh, my dip took took a, a downturn <laughs> uh, a little while after my hibernation ended in the winter, um, when I started to give myself quite a, um, quite a heavy um, schedule of things that I wanted to do. I had this feeling after hibernation that uh, <laughs> the hens cooing, cooing at my feet. I had this idea that um, when hibernation ended uh, around the spring, the spring equinox, that things should shift and change. And as you may remember, I'd stopped publicly podcasting through the winter. And one of the things I started doing was was public podcasting again, starting these one thing today podcast again. Um, but I also set myself quite a, a heavy uh, schedule for Patreon as well. And I wrote it out. I had a written, a written publishing schedule, and for a little while, briefly, it felt like a really, really good thing. I think as I as I came out of hibernation, I'd been in quite a rather lovely, restful state, but had sort of lost track of where I was, what day it was, um, what my next thing to do was, and I felt like a schedule was the way to get myself back on track almost. Um, but whilst it worked briefly, I think it was part of um, of my dip, dipping further. Uh, I suppose I thought I might, I might, my dip might have been over after. In fact, I don't even know if I knew I had a dip uh, after my hibernation. I think I just thought I wanted to rest over, win over the winter and that um, the rest was over and it was time to do things again. Um, but looking back, I can see that I was in, I've been in a dip really for a good year or so, looking back. Uh, which I talk about a little on Patreon. 
Um, oh, dog's waking up next door. Perhaps we're going to start in the studio if the dogs are going to be around. So they're barking. You'll hear them and not me. Stand behind the door. And now uh, Robin has had his, has her breakfast, his breakfast. I never quite know what to call her or him. I sort of settled on on her, I think, but then him leaks out occasionally. <laughs> anyway, now they've had their breakfast, the sparrows will appear. So, or if I stand here for a few minutes, the table will be completely cleared. But anyway, yes. Um, feeling that after my hibernation, it was time to start getting back into a more, in inverted commas, normal routine, and I set this publishing schedule. We'd work for a little while and then really start to feel very tired. And then all the stuff with the virus happened and I felt like I wanted to, to be a bit more present for people. And I started on Patreon doing some live sessions. Uh, my aim was to do them once a week. And, uh, and ironically, <laughs> instead of being able to carry on with that and be more present, I ended up having to take this this huge step back and um, not be present at all. So just just pushing things a little too far, and then the sort of the the opposite reaction and needing to needing to stop, which is where I was 50 days ago, and in many ways it's still where I am. And I think, certainly over this last month, I've been finding myself able to do just a little here and there. So I have been putting a few videos and uh, that one podcast about Gloria up out in the world. Uh, most of it on Patreon, but uh, I think, pretty sure the podcast about Gloria, I did, yes, I put it up. So if you're not on Patreon, you would have had the opportunity to hear that. Um, but I seem to have fallen into a bit of a rhythm with my 50 days, I sort of notionally split those 50 days into into five day, I'm calling weeks. And on the fifth day, my idea was to be online on the other four days to be offline. That hasn't worked as well as I hoped. Uh, I'm still, if I have another 50 days or when I have another 50 days, I'm going to see if I can, I can get back or improve on, on that. Um, but what it has done is given me a little bit of a, of a structure. Um, and I found that during my four days, occasionally I felt like I could do something. So maybe a video of me crocheting the garden or pondering in my studio. I think I went for a rainy day walk and made a video of that. Um, and those things worked well. And on the fifth day, um, I would put anything that I'd made up on Patreon. And I think I'm going to stick with that as a bit of a structure for the next for the next little while and just see what happens. Um, I'm not going to promise that there'll be something every five days, um, but if there is something, it'll be there every fifth day. And we'll just see, we'll just see what happens. Um, what, apart from uh, the podcast about glory and what the, all the other things I've had in common is that they've been silent. I haven't spoken in them. And, and that's worked very well as well. Uh, I don't really feel um, 
and I want to talk very much at the moment, so I don't know how many of these podcasts will be, because mostly these podcasts are <laughs> about talking, though they can include some sounds of the garden. So I don't know, I suppose what I'm saying is, I don't quite know um, how present I'm going to be, how um, vocal I'm going to be, but uh, I'm going to be around a little bit more. I think. And of course, it would be lovely to have your company. Well, sparrows hadn't arrived. I'm quite surprised. <laughs> Robin has had the table to herself. Well, I think... I'm going to go and make myself a cup of tea. It's only my second cup of tea of the day. Often, often by this sort of time, well, I've had a couple, but this morning I've been extra slow. I've been listening to an Agatha Christie on the radio and sitting with a cup of tea. And whilst I thought it'd be quite nice to have another cup, I didn't want to get up and make it. I wanted to stay in bed and listen to Agatha Christie, so I didn't. And. Uh, that finished at about 7am, so it felt like the right time to come and let the chickens out. So here I am. I really hope that uh, life is going well for you at the moment. Um, that you can, you can live at the pace that feels right for you. Um, I seem to be having to accept a slower and slower pace at the moment. Uh, and at some points over the last the last couple of months that's felt quite difficult. At other times it's felt really good. Um, I'm not quite sure how it feels at the moment. But it's how things are. But it does feel good to to be um, moving and living and, and being at the pace that is that feels right and is manageable even if it isn't the one that I might have expected for the time of year. So I hope you can let yourself move at the pace that feels right for you and even just be aware of what that pace is. I think it's very difficult. And I think one of the things about, about this time is that we're probably all of us or many of us are having a lot more time <clears throat> just to be at home, to be quiet, and to notice. And that isn't always easy. But I think it could be good. Right, I'm going to make myself a cup of tea. I've got a frog in my throat. Take care, and I shall talk to you again very soon. Bye-bye.